0: BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Hop slow, hands off to Yo. Yo
1: back in score. Another and one
0: opportunity. Yo Lee Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into another edition of Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars back at home, two in a row the Marriott Center they're hosting the Santa Clara Broncos. Now the Cougars picked up a nice win on Thursday night beating the Portland Pilots 79 to 56. The win improved the Cougars' record to 10 and 8 overall and 2 and 1 in the West Coast Conference. Yoli Childs, tell me if you've heard this one before. He was a beast scoring 28 points and grabbing 12 rebounds. Also, McKay Cannon had his best game of the year, finishing with 11 points on 50% shooting. It was also a very nice defensive night for the Cougars. The 56 points allowed was the lowest of the season for BYU. Now, the Santa Clara Broncos are up next for the Cougars tonight. BYU is 15-1 and against Santa Clara since joining the league. SCU is also coming off of a win on Thursday. The Broncos beat Pepperdine at home 67-64. to Santa Clara is 10 and 7 on the season, and like BYU, they too are 2 and 1 in the WCC. Now, they're without all WCC guard KJ Fagan, who's out for the year with a foot injury. Guard Taj Eady is the team's leading scorer at 17 points per game. The Broncos have four players averaging in double digits in scoring. Edie, of course, as well as freshman guard Trey Wirtz, the forwards Josip Frankich, and Keyshawn Justice. Those are your four Broncos in double figures. Now for BYU, the Cougars have started the same five for the past three games, and Luke Worthington was put back into the starting lineup to begin conference play. I caught up with the BYU senior captain before practice yesterday. Here's our conversation. Well, congratulations on the win over Portland. I know that it's probably really nice to get home. You guys have been asked so many questions about being on the road. What did that win do for you guys, do you think, even though
3: it's just one game? Um, You know, I think a lot of the guys feel an added level of confidence always after a win. You you believe a little bit more, and you just... um can trust in each other even more and I think the atmosphere is encouraging you know it's always fun to hear the boos when you run out of the tunnel and kind of face that adversity but after a month it gets maybe a little old so it was finally nice to hear some some (laughs) cheering when the ball goes in the basket and um, it was just it was a great crowd and the wind was time for us from an on- the court perspective what was working so well for you guys um, I think we came out locked in um, on both ends of the floor I liked the way we started the game especially those first 10-ish minutes um, you know had a great defensive mindset and you know good defense led to good offense and vice versa it was just Um, good execution on both ends of the floor and I think we were pretty locked in which was great.
2: One of the things that impressed me the most about that game after you had the big lead and then Portland makes their run you know they had taken a little bit of that momentum away going into halftime but then uh, as soon as the second half started you guys picked right back up and got the lead back up a lot of times it's difficult to pick up
3: that mojo again you guys got right back at it and and put the game away. Again um, really great to be home (laughs) I mean it it helps when you when you come out and you just feel that that little bit of confidence of uh, knowing that you've been on this floor and played on it a thousand times because you've been here for practice and whatnot, and you know, I, I firmly believe coming out of the tunnel that we were going to come out with some intensity, and and fortunately we were able to play together, which ultimately got us that lead. You
2: guys will have another game against Santa Clara, and I know Coach Rose on the post game the other night was saying we did not look at all at Santa Clara. This was all about getting Portland. We'll worry about Santa Clara next. What do you guys know about the Broncos? They're coming in also with a 2-1 record in conference. What do you expect from this matchup against the Broncos?
3: Yeah, they're playing really well right now. Started off the season in a little um, drag, but we're able to pick it back up and have won uh, a considerable amount of games. So um, they started off conference well, and we know it's a good opponent. Um, they've had a couple of guys go down, but other guards who have stepped up to fill in their place. And uh, we went over some film this morning, and it looks like they're very capable uh, of scoring the ball. So. Again, need to head in there with a great defensive mindset and then um, you know just execute offensively. The defensive side of things, where
2: do you think the biggest improvement on the defensive side needs to come from? You
3: know, it sounds kind of cliche, but a lot of it's just your energy. It's, it's your energy and then your communication that kind of comes from that energy. So when you get on that end of the floor, um, there's two ways to approach it. You can approach it as, well, we have to get through this so that we can go score the ball again, or... Let's take advantage and stop these guys. And when we have the mindset of wanting to get a stop and, and feeling that we need a stop, it's, it's a lot different. And so I think in this last game, um, that showed in various points, and hopefully we can string together against Santa Clara a full 40 minutes to where we are aggressive on defense and wanting to get a stop.
2: I was talking with McKay before the Portland game, and we were talking about practices, and he was saying how they had some really good practices. and How is this
3: team as a practice team? <laughs> you know, there have been practices where the intensity is more than even a game scenario uh, it's it's really intense. I think this last week we were talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday leading up to this Portland game where we were getting after each other, and you know I said even before the game to a couple of the guys, I said we need to play as hard as we do in practice, and I think we'll be good um, so practice wise we've We've been doing really great. Um, we got a lot of guys who give us good looks. I mean, when it comes to practice, it's not five guys on the floor; it's everyone's on the floor, and everyone has to contribute. So, um, practice we've been we've been really good. Yoli, this whole season has
2: been fantastic. Coming off of twenty-eight and twelve, what has his consistency, both he and TJ, what does that consistency meant to you guys?
3: Um, it's always awesome when you can have a couple of stars that are reliable, like you said, guys who are going to come every night and play as hard as they can Um, you know you never know what kind of look or approach the other team is going to have to stopping them because that's a constant struggle we do it ourselves you know you try and point out who the top scorers or kind of key players are and shut them down so they have things that they have to face every night but uh, fortunately they have a really good mature approach about it they've both been through it a few years now they have a lot of experience so they're able to um, you know just approach the game with kind of a calmness and also in that calmness still an attacking mindset which is a great balance to have
2: talking about getting back into the grind here with some home games you're also getting back to the grind getting back to school has it been difficult after a couple of
3: weeks off with not having to worry about that to jump right back into it yeah it's always nice for that (laughs) week week and a half when you feel kind of like a pro basketball player all you do is get to play basketball (laughs) and sleep and hang out with friends so um no it's been it's been good getting back into school um it helps to Give your day kind of a, a rhythm you you go to your class and you come back, and you know it's probably not anyone's favorite part of the day, but we're we're able to take advantage of it, get through it, and um, get a little smarter so
2: and that rhythm is
3: important to go through a routine and have things that you just you just used to doing right no, it definitely is i mean that's kind of what your experience is as a college basketball player, so when you get out of that, although it's a relief, um, sometimes you can be staying up or sleeping in or doing ever whatever kind of might potentially throw off your rhythm. I think we don't have a lot of guys who are partiers, but anyway, I think it's just nice to, to have that balance and, and have school as kind of that that timely schedule that you can you can put into your day.
2: Luke, I always appreciate the, your time. Thank you so much, and good luck against the Broncos. Thanks very much. That's Senior Captain Luke Worthington. Always appreciate Luke's time. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we'll head next door to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame Live continues in just a moment. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports
2: Network. Jason Shepard with you getting you ready for BYU and Santa Clara. Game set to get underway in about 50 minutes from the Marriott Center. To the Marriott Center is where we will go now. It's time for a courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Mark, I'm excited to talk to you. I'm in a good mood. My Chiefs have advanced to the AFC Championship game. I'm looking for a good night tonight, my friend. What's up, Mahomes? <laughs> Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you I very much. I
4: watched a little bit of that, and uh, they were rolling, man. I was, I was worried. Can they get over the hump? You know, but man, they were rolling. So it'll be interesting to see.
2: Well, and uh, to follow up with that, you can talk about rolling and BYU the other night on Thursday started the game, they were rolling, started the second half and they got rolling again. That was a really nice win for BYU over Portland. It felt like this team really needed a performance like that.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put too much stock in one game either way, but that was a really important game for BYU. They needed it just for their psyche and they could be home and get some confidence they shot the ball well uh they, the turnovers were low best defensive effort uh, of the year so that you know a lot of the problems that they've had they they really played well in those areas and they, so you know it's just going to be a matter of you know keeping that momentum going getting some confidence again getting that chemistry and uh, hopefully that continues tonight and then, then why it's really important now is not so much tonight, but it, next week. I mean, Pepperdine got a win today. They're they're playing pretty good. and So that's going to be tough going on the road. BYU always has trouble in Malibu for some reason. And, and then, of course, San Francisco uh, on the hill, that's, that's going to be really tough. So that's why these games are so important. You'd expect BYU to win them here, but it, it's a matter of getting better so when they hit, get back on the road that they can kind of carry that that confidence and, that, and the defense and all, all that stuff with them on the road because they're going to need it
2: well and you mentioned the defensive performance and i understand portland isn't a scoring juggernaut but holding a team to a season low 56 points that is impressive
4: really really impressive i mean especially with college basketball how it is nowadays i mean it's just scoring and it's three-point shooting to, to, to hold a team under 60 i don't care if it's uh McNeese, uh, Caltech, State at Auburn. I, I you know, <laughs> to hold a team—they're team underrated. I don't know if I'd slight them. It's it's one of their better years. They got a good recruiting class there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's almost impossible anymore to do that, especially considering what BYU's given up this year. I mean, 112 or whatever it was at Weber. They've given up a couple hundred point games. So to do that was was really really good. I think part of it, Jason, is. Is the new lineup change? Uh, you know, McKay gets after it really solid, and, of course, Luke is that way. And I think it's important to start a game that way. Even St. Mary's, as kind of uninspired as that was, I mean, they were they were 25-25 in that game. They started the game okay, uh, and they kind of lost that. But I, I like that starting group if only for the idea that it's, you're going to have your, a good defensive team out there and Maybe you can slow down some teams. Don't let them get hot early. Don't let them have a big night early. Part of the problem the other night against Portland was you got into foul trouble, and you, you had to kind of get out of your rotations, and you had to put groups out there that that uh, kind of lost that defensive focus. And, and so Portland was able to get hot towards the end of the first half. But you saw when that lineup got back in towards the, to the start of the second half that they were right back where they needed to be. And so – uh, I mean, that's, that's a good sign for me because the defense has been terrible, but uh, there's really some signs of improvement. And uh, Yoli was as focused as I've ever seen him. Uh, and, and, and I think that's an area where he can be really really be better is defense. And, and sometimes he, I think, gets a little lazy out there, or gets disinterested or things aren't going his way. And when, when he's lasered in and he's helping on hedges and screens and rotations and blocking shots, he could really, really help this team. So it's not all about just putting points on the board for Yoli, but I think he could do a better job defensively, and he showed he could do it the other night.
2: Here's a little peek behind the curtain for all of our listeners out there. I do not let Mark – not let. I, I don't give Mark a heads up on what the questions are that I'm going to ask. This is all just kind of a free-flowing conversation. You touched on, Mark, the starting lineup. That's where I wanted to go next. That just shows how on the same wavelength you and I are – because I wanted to ask you, this will be the fourth game with that starting lineup. They've gone 2-1 and one so far. And you talked about the defense, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons that this particular starting five was put together because of Luke, because of McKay, to give you some scoring with the other guys, but also give you that defensive presence. What else do you think specifically has been working so well with that group of starters? I've been really pleased with McKay. I think
4: he's elevated his game quite a bit. Greg could give you the numbers because he's kind of a, a freak that way. Uh, I know I'm smart, like you mentioned. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not smart. But uh, but I, I, McKay really was struggling from the three-point line uh, before starting. Since he's done that, he's been excellent. Uh, he created a lot of turnovers the other night as well. I mean, he... I think he's a guy that you're not going to lose much offensively because he can still really shoot the three, and he's pretty good dribble penetration. But how he gets after it, and, I mean, he's just kind of a tough kid. I mentioned it the other night. He's kind of the, the clubber lane kid. He's not afraid to get in your face. And I think BYU needs a little attitude, and he brings that to start the game. Like, like you know, you, you go out on the floor, and, you know, you look at the other guy, and he's he's going to have a tough night. I mean, that's kind of how I tried to be. I, I could never score. But when I go out there and I'm you know, shaking hands with the guy before the game, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you're not going to have a good night. Uh, I'm going to make sure of that. And I think that's the kind of attitude that BYU needs. And McKay brings that. Plus, that, that, I think that's why he got the nod. But now the fact that he's got a little more confidence offensively has been really, really helpful. And, and Luke is, you, you know what you get with Luke. And I mean, it's just an unbelievable effort gives some size, protects Yoli a little bit because he can guard a big and Yoli doesn't have to be uh, worried about getting fouls as much. And and he's proficient. I mean, all he has to do is catch basketballs and lay them in when Yoli gets doubled. That's really all he has to do. And then go get the rebounds and play defense. And he's done a nice job. So I think it was a smart move. It surprised me when it happened, to be honest with you. But uh, Dave Rose knows a lot more than I do. And uh, I think it's worked out pretty well.
2: I believe now that we have had two straight weeks of Clubber Lang references, I think we need to make it a thing during our conversations. That at some point during our chat, you mix in Clubber Lang for the rest of the year. I'm going to torture him. I'm going to crucify him, <laughs> real bad. I think we need that. We need. I just want you to surprise me at some point during our conversation. For every. Courtside conversation we have the rest of the year. I want you to work in a clever Lang reference.
4: That's the easiest request you've ever made. It's, it's going to
1: happen.
2: And I like only,
4: it.
1: only had like seven speaking lines. <laughs> that's true. So we'll, 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 we'll be done with those pretty quickly. <laughs> I think. That's true.
4: Here. That's true. Listen, this is my segment.
1: So pipe down over there. <laughs>
4: Sir, All right, so. I got I got my daughter Stratton listening too. Hi, Stratton. She, she can't talk, but she
2: she says hi. Okay. Well, that's nice. Thank you for thank you for listening, Stratton. Uh, Santa Clara is a team that's won seven of eight games. Cougars and Broncos tied for third in the conference. They're both 2-1. and one. What do you make of this matchup tonight against the Broncos?
4: I think it'll be a unique unique challenge. Uh, I would have thought when you told me K.J. Fagan was out that Santa Clara would just be an absolute pushover. And these uh, younger guys, uh, uh, Edie, uh, has done really nice, Trey Words, freshman, they've really stepped up and and kind of filled that role, and it was a great opening for them. And now they're filling it, and they've been excellent the last 10, 11, 12 games. They started out terrible, uh, but they beat a couple Pac-12 teams. They're good three-point shooters. They defend the three-point line well. Uh, they've got some size, uh, rankage down low, and uh, you know, good, good shot blockers and rebounders. So it, it's a solid team, and I'm I'm kind of glad BYU doesn't have to beat them on the road. It's nice to have. Just the one game here in the marriage Center, uh, but uh, they're going to they're going to surprise some people, beat some people, and and so you, you you I mean it's more of a challenge clearly than it was against Portland, but to me I think this is a game BYU obviously should have and, and really have to have if you want if you're talking about competing. Uh, at the top of the conference, they, they've got to get this one tonight. But but Santa Clara is better than Portland and will be a nice challenge for BYU going into uh, road road games next week.
2: So with that in mind, Kingarf Honda Nissan and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game?
4: Well, uh, it's going to be harder to get the three. So uh, but BYU, that's a, that's kind of a good thing for BYU because they they're a better two point team. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, not that Yoli scores a lot of points, but that Yoli become a real facilitator and get at least five assists and uh, less than three turnovers. I think that's the key. If Yoli's making good decisions in the two-point game, BYU should have a, a, a pretty pretty easy time. Not an easy time, but, but I think that'll be a good sign that BYU will win this game.
2: All right, great stuff as always, Mark. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. My homes, I love you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some other scores in college hoops. Plus, we may even mention that Chiefs score. NFL playoffs divisional series rolling on this weekend. We'll have all those coming up. Plus, we'll let you know what BYU women's basketball did on the road at St. Mary's. Did they remain perfect in conference play? That coming up next. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar
0: Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard.
2: Getting you ready for BYU and Santa Clara from the Marriott Center. Let's update you on other action. We will start with BYU women's basketball. They were on the road at St. Mary's. Cougars were 5-0 and heading into today's matchup with the Gales. Cougars get the win. It got close. BYU had a fairly comfortable lead. St. Mary's went on a late run. The BYU wins by a point, 74-73. They are now 6-0 and in conference play. Coming up at 7 o'clock from the Smith House, it is BYU men's volleyball, fifth-ranked in the country, taking on number 14 Ball State. We'll update you on that match from the Smith House throughout the evening. Earlier today, in other college basketball action involving local teams. Utah State went on the road at Wyoming and got the win 71-55 in Cedar City. Southern Utah gets the two-point victory over Northern Arizona, 84-82. to Game going on right now in Salt Lake City at the Huntsman Center. Utah hosting Washington State. Utah with a three-point lead early with 12 minutes to go in the first half. It is 14-11 in favor of of the Utes coming up at 7 o'clock. It is Utah Valley hosting Seattle at 8 p.m. We State on the road at Portland State. WCC action. No other games have started. There is one final from earlier in the night. Pepperdine improves to 2-2 two and two in West Coast Conference play. They win on the road at San Diego. 76-71 is the final. The Toreros drop to 1-2. and two. This is going to be a really good game tonight. One that we'll follow. It doesn't tip off until 8 o'clock Mountain Time. But number 5 Gonzaga is in San Francisco to take on the Dons. I'm really uh, anxious to see what type of performance we get get out of USF tonight against the fifth-ranked team in the country. Also later on tonight, Pacific at Portland and then St. Mary's At LMU. Top 25 action. Games going on right now. Number 10, Nevada. They're on the road at Fresno State. That game tied at 20 apiece with under 11 minutes to go in the first half. Under 12 minutes to go in the first half. It is number 17, Houston, with a 17-12 lead over the Shockers of Wichita State. Mentioned that the divisional round of the NFL playoffs Got underway today in the AFC. The game is a final. Kansas City at Arrowhead defeats the Indianapolis Colts 31-13. They advance onto the AFC Championship game next week. They'll host either the Patriots or the Chargers. In the NFC, game going on right now in Los Angeles, the Rams hosting the Dallas Cowboys. The Rams with an early lead at 3 to nothing with 9.45 to go in the first quarter. That's going to do it for Cougar pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll get you over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame coaches show with Greg Rubel you're listening to BYU basketball on the new skin BYU sports network
0: it's time to get the inside scoop on today's game this is the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show for a financial slam dunk Zions Bank is for you the coaches show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward now let's head back to the Bryant heating and cooling comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel
1: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the Brigham Young University campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars play for consecutive wins for the first time in a month with the Santa Clara Broncos in town. The visitors have yet to win a game here since BYU joined the West Coast Conference. Greg Grubel with you for tonight's play-by-play. Joined courtside by my commentary colleague, the former BYU hoopster Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, not since BYU beat Utah State. Utah and Portland State in back-to-back-to-back games have the Cougars gotten a positive result in consecutive games. And that was back in mid-December with this uh, two-game homestand as a springboard to another road swing next week. It sure would be nice to see the Cougars get on somewhat of a roll here again. The Thursday's home win over Portland, a pretty good start. Yeah, that
4: road trip, Greg, is like you're out in the Sahara. And the sun just beating down on you and you're thirsty and you just don't know if you can take another step and your bald head is sunburned. You're ba- oh, man, it's just like a bright red beat there out in the, the desert. And then you go over the hill and this beautiful oasis that we call the Marriott Center lies before you. You go, you get take a big drink and you just feel refreshed and feel like you can uh, again go out and tr- try and, and hit the desert. That's what it's kind of like. For that was such a long road trip, so difficult. Beat the, these guys down. Everybody's frustrated. End of the world. You know, everybody talking about all these things. They just need a little oasis. And the Merritt Center provided that. Portland provided that to some degree. Uh, but that's what this team needed. And I don't want to put too much importance on it. But Greg, that came at a critical time. And this team needs confidence, uh, needs to play better defense, needs to take care of the basketball. They did all of that really, really well the other night. Now the challenge is keep it going against Santa Clara, who's pretty good, and then then you go back out in the desert, and you're refreshed again, and maybe
1: going to have a better time this go-round. That's what Mark Durant has to say. We'll hear what uh, BYU head coach Dave Rose handles his mind about tonight's matchup coming up next when the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
1: Since BYU joined the West Coast Conference, the Cougars and Santa Clara have met 16 times, and BYU's won 15 of them. The lone loss came with the Levy Center two years ago. As a WCC member, BYU's gone 6-1 at Santa Clara, 7-0 here, and 2-0 in Las Vegas. Tonight's game hitting a 10-8 BYU squad against the 10-7 Broncos, both teams 2-1 in the WCC standings. So an early separation game at the top tier. Tonight now for tonight's pregame interview with BYU head coach Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. Coach Rose knows his guys are in for a tough one tonight. The Broncos have won seven of their last eight and nine of their last eleven
5: games. Yeah, and there's a lot of new guys that he's playing, and uh, had some injuries early, um, and he season-ending injuries. But uh, he's you know kind of found a group of guys, and and when you take you know nine of the last eleven, they've won two of those are Pac-12 teams. You know, one on the road, one at home. So um, he's he's beating good teams and and I'm really impressed with his guards I mean he's got uh, three what I consider to be really really good young guards I mean uh Wirtz is a freshman and um I think he's a special, say it eight, eight a day 80 yeah. you know he's uh he's a transfer uh sat out last year so he's a sophomore and then um just- the Keyshawn Justice yeah. you know the freshman so he's got three really good young guards that are just giving him some really consistent play and you know, Vrankich, the kid that played over here in, uh, in Mount Pleasant at Wasatch Academy, he's, uh, you know, really scoring well for, uh, as a big guy. And then the other big guys are just kind of space eaters, and they're guys who, who can score at the rim. Uh, the fifth-year grad transfer, uh, 22, the kid from Cal Poly, he's really solid and, and plays a lot of minutes for him, but. Um, I, I just like the makeup of his team, and obviously, Herb must like him. They won nine of <laughs> the last eleven yeah. games, so uh, with with a double overtime win against USC. So, um, I I think that uh, got a big win the other night. It was behind the whole the whole game. Pep had them all night long, and then they made a little late run and hit a couple free throws late and won the game. So, this will be a big, big uh, interesting you know, matchup for us.
1: I would guess uh, among the things you're most concerned about is trying to contain uh, Words and Edie uh, with what they do.
5: Yeah and and you know that they're the herbs guys normally are late attacking guys it's a it's a slow paced mm-hmm. uh but this team is, is they're playing a little bit faster and you'll see him attacking transition you'll see uh you know these two guards bring it up and without a pass actually get to the rim or you know shoot an 18 12 18 footer kind of an individual fall-away shot and I think the, the the team makeup these big guys know that uh, their role is not to score and uh, to do everything else, and these guards have got a lot of freedom to score. So uh, we're going to have to be good in transition in that initial attack, and then we're going to have to be patient defensively and then be really good late in the clock because those are kind of the, the areas that they attack you and get you. Teams aren't getting
1: awful lot of threes against them.
5: No, and and they're not shooting a great percentage either. Yeah, right. right. But, uh, but he, he they, they, they do a good job of uh, being able to guard – um you know the three-point line as far as attempts taken uh and that's you know that, that's something that we need to, to do to score I think they they make maybe one more three-pointer a game than we do and uh you know tonight you know we're gonna have to make some shots from the perimeter because they big guys really protect the rim well
1: BYU makes about four more free throws per game than they do as well a number to watch uh you're down a guard again tonight
5: yeah, she's kind of. He's been shut down by by the medical staff until his, his hand feels better, and uh, hopefully he, there's some you know just some things that he protocol that he needs to do, and hopefully we can get you know that back as soon as possible.
1: What do you want to carry over from Thursday that worked well that you'd like to see repeated again here tonight? Well, I thought we
5: played 30 minutes of really you know uh, just urgent, intense basketball. We 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 were really good on the defensive end the first 10 minutes of the game. I thought the second half we were good, really good defensively. The second Uh, 10 minutes of the first half when they put that big run on us uh, i thought we were really distracted i thought instead of trying to get the shot that we wanted to do a shot on offense that uh, we just took the first shot available and everybody tried to kind of do their own thing and then that led to some long rebounds breakouts where they got some uh got going on the offensive end and, and those you know those guards uh you know made shots and and kind of got on a roll, and we were, had a hard time shutting it down. I shot, thought, you know, Rye hit a really big shot late, uh, the, the, the last shot possession of the, of the half that gave us a little momentum going into halftime, but we really came out first five or six minutes of the second half intense on the offensive end, shared the ball really well, and then we were really good defensively. That, that Hopefully we can put a 40-minute game together here.
1: Well, Santa Clara's out to get one of those rare road wins in league, and that's what Pep did this afternoon.
5: Yeah, he, they Pep went to San Diego and uh, – had a heartbreaker the other night against Santa Clara because they led the entire game. In this game, they trailed the entire game, won yeah. at the end. But um, you know, it's, it's its you look all around the country. It's the league started, and now you look at scores that you know kind of raise your eyebrows all over the place. And you know, hopefully, we can get a good game here for our guys tonight. All
1: right, good luck against the Broncos, Coach. We'll talk to you courtside after the game.
5: All right, thanks a lot, Greg. That
1: is BYU head coach Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated, but over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off Show, coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years, and by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant, alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: After five games away, BYU Tonight concludes a brief two-game home set with the resurgent Santa Clara rolling into Provo. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you is your commentary tandem. Our statistician and Marriott Center broadcast intern tonight is Lindsay Peterson. Our BYU radio studio host is Jason Shepard. Now control board operator Nathan Israelson, coordinating producer Terry South, and our BYU radio broadcast intern tonight is Tess Anderson. Great to have you with us tonight on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Uh, Mark, uh, Thursday night's home win over Portland wasn't perfect. There was a pretty shaky 10-minute stretch that allowed the pilots to get back in the game after BYU got out to an early 19-point lead. But after so many games allowing point totals in the 80s, 90s, and above, Giving up only 56 points was a refreshing change of defensive pace. And uh, while Portland is admittedly a lower-tier team, the Cougs still had to take care of business. But T.J. Haas scoring just six points that night, by the way, as well. So uh, they didn't have that going for them, but they did have Yoli Childs going for them. Uh, third straight double-double, ended with 28 points, 12 rebounds. Yeah, maybe Yoli's
4: best game, and I'll, and, and I'll tell you why. I mean, Yoli's is so, so talented, one of the best big men that have ever played here at BYU. And, and, you know, coaching my sons growing up and coaching other kids and seeing other kids, there, there were times I said, I want you to play as hard as you can. And they, they think they're playing as hard as they can in their minds, but really it's like 70 or 80%. I mean, they'll, they'll try to convince you that they're playing as hard as they can. And, and there, then there would be games where they'd either get mad or something, and and, and they raise the level to, to actually playing as hard as they can. I said, see, that – That's what playing as hard as you can means. And I think Yoli sometimes thinks, well, I'm playing hard. I'm doing all right. But he brought his game up to that higher level. He was so just looking at him in his eyes. He was so focused. Everywhere the ball went on defense, he was moving. He was jumping out on the hedge. He was going to help. He was rotating. He was just so engaged. And I think that helped his offense as well. I think that's really where Yoli could help most with this team in conference is being the defender I know he can be and giving that That total effort, if he can do that, that's going to solve a lot of BYU's defensive problems. Not that he's the cause of
1: the problems, but with him back there, he's a real force in the paint and can really make a difference. Coming up after the break, my pregame conversation with Santa Clara assistant coach Jason Ludwig as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubell.
1: Well, at one point this season, the Broncos were 1-5, Broncos of Santa Clara. They have bounced back to win nine of the next 11 games, included her victories versus USC and at Washington State and a home to San Diego as well. A few moments ago here at the Marriott Center, I spoke with Santa Clara assistant coach Jason Ludwig about how this uh, new-look, maybe-depth challenge group has come together to make some early noise in league.
6: Well, you know, we, uh, we have a very young group, so uh, I think it took us a little while to figure things out and kind of everybody was learning their roles and, and um, you know, where, where guys would get their shots, how, how our offense was going was gonna, to uh, run, and uh, and then I think we've really come along defensively as well. So I think uh, we're definitely playing uh, much better basketball uh, from where we were in the start of the season.
1: Is that going to be the biggest difference, though, is just the novelty of personnel, not too many holdovers from last year's team with K.J. out? Yeah,
6: uh, yeah we, we have we have a very uh, very new team, very young team. Six of our six of our eight guys top eight guys are freshmen and sophomores. Uh, we have a lot of guys playing college basketball for the first time. so um, so yeah it, it, it's been a, a, a definitely a learning experience for these guys uh, but to their credit, uh, they've been resilient they've, uh, they've worked hard, they've competed and, and they, they try to get better every day.
1: Your starting one and two guards appear to be as good as any tandem in the league right now.
6: Yeah, uh, Taj and Trey. I mean, they're they're both very very talented players. Um, you know, Trey has uh, you know coming in wasn't necessarily going to be our, our point guard, and because of some injuries and some things in our, within our roster, he's he's really done a great job of filling in and and um, and doing a good job of the point guard position. And Taj has just been terrific. He's been you know I, I, as good of a shooter as I've ever coached, and um, he's he's competitive and tough, and uh, and is a gamer. Makes big time plays and shots.
1: Tajidi would have practiced with you guys last year, right, while he sat. Did you know what you were going to get when you when you watched him last year?
6: Well, I think it's tricky when a guy redshirts because there's not a whole lot of pressure. So sometimes, you know, when guys play with no pressure in practice, uh, you know, they they, they, uh, they sometimes, uh, you know, make make shots that they, no- they normally wouldn't. Uh, but Taj was incredible last year in practice every day, and he continues to be just as impressive. So he has really carried over everything he's done last season into this year. And A
1: guy who played his high school ball here in Utah has been great for you, and Josip Rankic.
6: Yeah, Yo- Josip is is um, you know just kind of one of our, our more solid guys. He's a guy that never has a bad day. He just comes in every day in practice, does everything the right way, has a high basketball IQ, uh, knows our, knows all the intricacies of our of our program, and and is just a you know a, a great person and a player.
1: You had a Caruso in Henry, right? And now you've got another Caruso here in Willie. Is there a connection there?
6: There's uh, there's actually no connection. Maybe maybe very distantly, but uh, (laughs) although uh, Henry Caruso, the one that graduated, does have distant relatives from Italy, Uh, but uh, Guillermo
1: or Willie Caruso is is from Naples. Your bench is pretty thin right now, but yet uh, you know what you've got uh, between Justice, Jaderson, and Richards.
6: Yeah, you know, Ke- uh, Keyshawn has done a great job of, of coming in and kind of being some instant offense for us. And he, um, you know, he just has a knack to score the basketball. And uh, you know, really proud of of, uh, of Hank. We call him Hank Henrick. and uh, he's uh, he's really done a great job as a senior of coming in. And I mean, he's he's such a high character guy. And whether he plays two minutes or twenty minutes, he's gonna just come out and give you everything he has. And then you know, Zeke Richards, he's a guy who who really has. Um, continues to exceed our expectations he's only been playing basketball for four years and the the progress that he's made in such a short time is really remarkable Uh, we we have really high expectations for him what do you think about the Cougars are playing right now oh I mean you know they're 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 always a a a very good team and even harder to play uh, here in Provo Um, you know we think that you know this is going to be a very tough and challenging game they they uh, obviously they're they're really really tough in transition and Obviously, with, with players like Yoli Childs and Haas, I mean, those guys are as good as anyone in the league, so we have our hands full tonight.
1: He pulled out a wild one against Pep on Thursday night. They go into San Diego and win today, and, and the Toreros had not lost a home game until today.
6: Tell you what, Pepperdine is, is uh, a lot like us and very young uh, and talented, and as, as they continue to figure themselves out and, and guys get more experience, they're, they're going to be a, a tough team in the league.
1: All right, that is Jason Ludwig, Santa Clara assistant coach. And time now for You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. At uh, 10 and 8 on the season. The Cougars are halfway to the 20-win plateau. Dave Rose has reached in all of his preceding 13 seasons as BYU head coach. It's the fifth longest current streak among all Division I head coaches. So who are the four coaches with longer current streaks of 20-plus wins? The answer next as the Cougar tip-off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel.
1: BYU and Santa Clara tipping it just after the top of the hour. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question, y'all. At uh, 10 and 8 on the season, the Cougars are halfway to the 20-win plateau that Dave Rose has reached in all of his preceding 13 seasons as head coach. It's the fifth longest current streak among Division I head coaches, 13 years of 20-plus wins. So who are the four coaches with longer current streaks of 20-plus? Mark Few. Mark Few is one of them. Uh, Self. Bill Self is another one.
4: Shashevsky. Uh, Mike Shashevsky is the third of four. I know who I should say, but I'm going to go outside the box and say Randy Bennett. Roy Williams. Okay. Boy Williams. I was going to say, but I thought maybe North Carolina Nine. had one of the two years in there that they weren't quite at 20, but I guess not.
1: It's a pretty good list. Great company for Coach Rose. That's You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mine. Our final segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
1: Uh, noteworthy with tonight's national anthem. We'll now pause briefly as the colors are withdrawn here at the Marriott Center. tip-off of BYU and Santa Clara straight ahead. Uh, and Mark, this is the middle game of a stretch that sees BYU play the three lowest-rated teams, if you will, in the WCC, Portland, Santa Clara, Pepperdine back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Of course, Pep winning on the road yeah. today, so you know no easy games per se. But then follows uh, three straight against the three highest-rated teams in the league. San Francisco, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, the last two here at home, of course, but key stretch of the schedule, you've got to get the home games you're expected to get, including tonight. Yeah,
4: far too often, BYU's looking up early in conference play and battling to try and get back in. It's a good chance for them to kind of be up on top and, and try and have other
1: people catch them. All right, Cougars and Broncos coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.